Ty. Ty. What? Wake up. What? What's going on? Wait, dude, you've been sleeping in my studio for like a month. Oh, man. You know what time it is, right? What? Podcast time? It's time to talk. We're still doing that. Let's do it. What have you been up to? Nothing. I just got back from Guatemala, Guatemala. So I guess that's something. Central America? Central America. Nice and hot. Just doing some missions and work. Uh, hanging out with the Guatemalans. It's a great people. Great country. Yeah. So I'm excited to be back. Very cool. Yeah. What kind of work were you doing? Oh, no. We, we got our church, you know, has a, has a, like a sister church down there. So we were laying block and building the pastor's house and eating tortillas and nice. sweating. Nice. So it was a great time. And you're saying like upper 90s, high humidity. Upper 90s, super high humidity. Yeah. I think one of the ladies looked to check out the humidity one day and her said she'd never seen this on her phone before. It just said, yeah. you know, usually it's like a percentage or whatever. It just said extreme. <laughs> Forget the numbers. Right. She's like, I've never seen that before. I'm like, well. It just said go back inside. Yeah. It's like, please go to America. <laughs> it's you're not built for this. Travel somewhere else <laughs> is what it said. Is what it said. Yeah. But it's a great country. We end up in Antigua at the end and Antigua's beautiful. So. Yeah, how about you? What have Fantastic. you been doing? Fantastic. i tell you what, I've done a little bit of traveling these past couple of weeks. We did, uh, around Easter, we went with a, we did kind of like an extended family trip to mm-hmm. Gatlinburg, <laughs> which is a little mountain town just outside the Smokies uh, near Knoxville in eastern Tennessee. Right. And one really, really funny story about this is we had, rent a, uh, we had rented a cabin, a big, beautiful cabin, and it was right. my parents and my sister's family and my cousin's family. It was a bunch of us together. And I've seen bears... Um, I've seen bears before in the Smokies from right. a distance. Right. I've been, you know, it's like every now and then. They're all over. Yeah, you'll see a car pulled over and there's a bunch of people looking and you see way off in the woods, there's a bear walking and it's yeah. it's really cool. Right. Well, literally, we're in the cabin one evening. And by the way, this, I don't know if you recall Easter weekend, it was just a washout. It rained, 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 rained. Like right. The Masters Golf Tournament, like trees were falling down. It was raining oh, so no. much. My the only reason I know that is because my dad is a big golf watcher. Yeah, and someone was, almost got crushed Right, it's crazy. It so it was kind of a washout weekend. But we're in the cabin, and my cousin's husband was standing out on our balcony mm-hmm. grilling. And he comes inside. He's like, guys, you got to see this. Meanwhile, we go outside, and in our yard <laughs> is a large black bear. Oh, like, nice. I mean, I'm talking 15 feet away. Right. And we're on the second-story deck looking down. And, of course, we get everybody to come out. Everybody's freaking out like, oh, my God, we're videoing it. We're taking right. pictures. And then, now, I had had a, a couple of cocktails oh. in this particular evening. Okay, which that makes you smarter always. Exactly. And so, to demonstrate my superb <laughs> intelligence, I had this idea, hey, there's a lower deck. Oh, no. We, should, we could get a better view if we go downstairs. Sure out that out that so we all go running down we go out on the lower deck and sure enough the bear is still there right and now we're like eye to eye with this thing you know 15 feet sure. away and you know he looks cute and he's big oh, but, but, but yeah, yeah they're lovey dovey totally and we're like I'm, I'm like hey buddy how's it going like he's a dog or something <laughs> this bear turns and does essentially what he did was sort of like a fake charge toward right, us right but i'm telling you the second he took <laughs> a step toward us on the deck we all like a cartoon. We turned running to go back Smashing inside. Into each other. I had a glass of wine in my hand. In my hand, it smashes to the ground. It's like <laughs> people's clothes are covered in wine. And the most embarrassing thing of this whole ordeal oh, no. was that when I had found myself back inside the cabin, right, 
I realized that I had run in front of my wife and child. <laughs> my child, who's 19 years old, by the way. Sure. I was like, there is a dad for you right. right there. You know, you don't have to be faster than the bear. Right. Just faster than your friends. Yeah, so. than your children. Yeah, there you go. Or your wife. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to live that one down. That's awesome. But there's my, there's my Gatlinburg That's story. Yeah, that was, that was a, a lesson learned. Don't ever mess with, uh, with bears. <laughs> no, they're real and they're, they're serious. Yeah, without a doubt. So yeah. anyway... You know what I think it's time for? What time for is it? You know, one of my favorite times of the day. I think it's time for some titillating tidbits. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, today I decided to go super gross for this episode because the whole that's kind of my theme for the day. Actually, I got something else later. But um, I was looking up disgusting animals as I often do. Of course. Right, and I found like the, the most disgusting animal I think I've ever seen. Okay. You, you probably have heard of this, or I'm probably haven't actually but yeah maybe you have it's called the slimy hagfish the slimy hagfish is Literally. not something i've heard of before. no no you haven't you don't probably have any in your house or anything. no not that i know of right so here's let me describe the slimy hagfish most fluids excreted by the world's wildlife are pretty gross uh but you know that things are getting especially bad when scientists involved in studying a creature freely use the word slime to describe what the creature is capable of producing especially when the creature looks like what the hagfish looks like it's basically if you've ever seen alien it's kind of alien in a, in okay. a snake eel form wow like the sigourney weaver alien mm-hmm. okay it doesn't okay. have a jaw but it has razor sharp teeth around its mouth okay so sounds great it's a deep sea fish uh they think it's they think it's super super old um but it's stuck in the middle of the food chain <laughs> so the hagfish has developed a horrendous yet powerful defense mechanism to help it help it escape the fearsome jaws of sharks and okay. other large predators. So when attacked, the hagfish fills the water with what uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica calls uh, copious amounts of thick slime okay. that clogs the mouth and gills of the attacker, potentially suffocating it. Oh, my God. And it allows the wily creature to twist away from the attack and to escape. Uh, science reports that the hagfish, also known as the slime eel, okay. so if you don't like it, you know, it's a secondary word name for it. <laughs> Uh, it's a pseudonym. It, right. It has the ability to survive shark bites thanks to the comparatively fluid-like nature of its body. So not only can it, not only is it able to put out tons of slime into the water, but it's also kind of, the body is kind of a slimy, disgusting entity as well. Wonderful. And if all that isn't disgusting enough, listen to this factoid. Um, besides the sharp teeth and, and all that dis- stuff, uh, what it uses the teeth for is it chews in its way into a dead carcass of a fish, and the hagfish then takes up residence inside of said fish, such, such as an, a whale. I know a whale's not a fish, but uh, it uses its sharp teeth to bore, bore a hole in a, a dead carcass on the bottom of the sea, and so it can live inside. So As a parasite, essentially. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Although its host is already it's dead. It's already dead. It's not really a parasite. It just makes its house. It's just a squatter. <laughs> it needs a house. Reminds me of uh, the scene in... Empire Strikes Back when Luke Skywalker's like about to freeze to death in the frozen tundra and doesn't Han Solo like rip open the body mm. of one of those things they're riding the and shoves him in there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes its home inside there. I have a little tidbit for you. Let's hear so, it. So uh, not too long ago, I was sitting in a waiting room at, a, I was getting my oil changed. Yay, fun stuff. But yeah. I happened to pick up a little magazine and started reading about something called the Barkley Marathons. Are you Have you ever heard of the Barkley Marathons? Charles Barkley runs marathons? <laughs> it's Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. yeah. Was, no, it's not bad at all. Um, the Barkley Marathons, interestingly enough, 
are 100-mile races that what? take place in eastern Tennessee. I'll give you a little background wow. on this. It was fascinating because it's more than just a, like a 100-mile foot race on a road. These Barkley marathons were the brainchild of two men. One guy's name was Gary Cantrell, and another one was Carl Henn. And back in, uh, the idea came from, uh, I guess, Mr. Gary Cantrell was reading about uh, the 1977 uh, prison escape of James Earl Ray, the assassin mm. of Martin Luther King Jr. Sure. And guess in 1977, James Earl, Way, James Earl Ray escaped from prison briefly. And in the 54 and a half hours that he was free, right. um, he was only he only managed to actually move 12 miles away from okay. prison. And uh, Gary Cantrell at that point had said, you know what, in that same amount of time, I bet I could do at least 100 miles. Oh, wow. So that was sort of the brainchild okay. of, of this race. And so here's what's interesting. So if you want to participate in this race, First of all, the course is 100 miles long. It's essentially five 20-mile loops through off-road rugged terrain wow. with uh, large amounts of elevation gain. Oh, no. Two, you don't know exactly. The, 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 the course is never the same course two years in a row. Okay. Um, and uh, so basically what I read is, if you want to participate in this, not only do you have to be of amazing sort of like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, strength and conditioning, but it's actually a secret application process that they don't even publicize. Somehow or another, you have to find out how to apply. Okay. And then if you do find out, you send in your application, you have to write an essay that explains why you should be selected as one of the wow. participants. And then if you're lucky enough to be selected to participate, you receive a letter of condolence, which nice. I also think is pretty funny. That's hilarious. But anyways, what these people do is they head off into the woods. There are... There are books scattered throughout the course of the 20-mile course. Okay. And they have to find these books somehow and take pages from the books so that when they return, they can prove they've they done the there. course because That's they cool. have pages of the books. Um, there is a 60-hour time limit for completing the 100 miles. The fastest wow. time it's ever been completed is 52 hours. And if you don't complete it in the 60 hours, it doesn't count. Wow. And so, and, and, the, and the final thing that's interesting is of... The you know thousand or so people that have actually participated in this since 1986, there's only been a handful, like less than 20, that have actually completed sure. the full 100. 60 miles. hours. What is it? That's so 60 hours. Uh, that's like three days. A little less than three days. Less than three days. Yeah. yeah. Two and a half days. Two and a half days. Yeah. Do 100 miles. Yeah. No. no. It, it's nuts. My it's grueling. Would it's be. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You read about ultra marathoners, these people that do these intense races. Um, from what this article was saying is that this particular marathon, or it's not or no, five marathons essentially, mm -hmm. um, is considered to be one of the most grueling on earth. Yeah. So, and I didn't realize it. And I hear, you know, we live in Tennessee. This is in Eastern Tennessee, not, you know, a few hours away, but sure. I had never heard of this before. Doesn't so. sound like, do they, do they have spectators? Uh, you can go and spectate. It's in a state park called, it starts in a place called Frozen Head State Park, which I looked okay. it up is, is not too far from Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay. And uh, anyway, there's a lot more information about the race if you look it up online, the Barkley Marathons. But Super interesting. That's, uh, you know, that's good enough for our little podcast here. But I yeah. thought that was really interesting. Very I, interesting. I like listening to people do superhuman things. Yeah. Well, you got something else for us, sir. Man, I hate to take it down this low-grade path. Let's do it. Take Pedestrian a little Pedestrian path here. I'm going to go a little low because I found this story that I wanted to share with everybody. And it's it involves um, the most base humor there is the 
the flatulence, the flatulence, oh, the nice. flatulence humor, and right. wouldn't normally like want to bring this to the podcast, but I found it hilarious, and it deals with a sixth grader in track, and for those who don't know, um, my compadre here, Jim, is a track coach. Yes, um, tracks over. Now? Track just ended yesterday. Yeah, I'm, I'm a hurdles coach, and and I had a couple of hurdlers do really well. So congratulations! Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, now you got more time to do jujitsu and and podcasts and life and podcasts exactly. <laughs> oh, and actually see my wife every now and then. Exactly. So this is, I found this on Reddit, and it's one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. Um, hopefully, we find this funny, but I'm just going to read it. And I'll try not to take too long, but um, yeah, you ready? I'm ready. You ready for this story? Everybody ready? Everybody ready for me to rip? One of these stories. Oh, hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. <laughs> so when I was in sixth grade, I'm not me, but I'm reading the story. My small town track team did very well and allowed me to compete in the state finals. My event was the 200 meter dash. And while I did okay against other small towns we normally faced, I had no chance at state. This was pretty much the case for most of us. So mostly we goofed off and explored the massive arena and whatever. I wasn't allowed soda at home, but somebody bought me a very large Coke, and I thought that was pretty great. Came time for me to run my race. Well, actually, my heat in the preliminaries, as this thing was so big, uh, that they actually had more runners that would fit that, than would fit on the track. First time I'd ever seen that. Coach tells me to do my best and have fun. Nobody expects much. It's just an honor to be there. I, I line up on this beautiful wide center track with maybe 15 lanes. I was used to eight, and an unbelievable crowd was watching. Big grandstands full of people, all new to me. I get kind of excited about the whole thing. We all set our feet in the blocks, crouch down, tense up, waiting for the shot from the starter pistol. Meanwhile, a hush settles over the crowd. We're on edge, waiting for the bang. When the starter fires, I take this huge leap forward like I'm going to sprint the whole 200 meters, which is pretty much what people who are good at it do, but not my usual approach. This massive physical effort simultaneously propels me, propels, I'm sorry, simultaneously propels the most violent, loudest fart of my life out of my preteen backside. Most of the crowd hasn't trained to the peak physical level that I have, so the reaction to the pistol shot is a tiny bit slower. <laughs> the effect is that after the bang, but before anyone else makes a single sound, my fart echoes through the arena with unbelievable clarity and tone. For everyone there, it's just like, bang fart! I... <laughs> I manage a few strides just out of instinct before realization of what has happened starts to set in. I glance over at the crowd, and in a split second, I can just see it on every face. They know. They all know, and they are all looking right at me. This starts me laughing super hard while also running as hard as I ever have. And what's my body's reaction to the, uh, this unusual combination? Yep, fart a lot more. <laughs> However, I am now taking strides pretty rapidly, so instead of one big blast, I'm ripping a little one with each step. I can't even think of what letters could represent the sound. If you can imagine a rapid series of very brief, very loud farts, that's pretty much it. This whole situation has only taken like 10 seconds to develop. We aren't even halfway done yet, and I farted about 15 times. I literally could not continue from laughing so dang hard. I stumbled to a hunched over stop right in the middle of the fanciest arena I've ever been able, I've ever been to, giggling like a, the farting idiot I am. I then realize that nobody is rushing past me, which come to think of it should have happened by this time in the race, regardless of the fart situation. I turn around and every one of the runners is either lying on the ground or crouched over laughing just as hard as I am, literally crying laughing. Apparently my fart propelled lunge off the line had taken most of them out and the rest succumbed to my staccato encore presentation. Well done. And that's the story of how an entire heat was eliminated from the 200 <laughs> meter state final 
with no one competing, completing the event, which I, which I was told has never happened before in history of state finals. This was a state final. <laughs> Did it say it what state? A, it took out a whole heat <laughs> of the 200 meter. Uh, Unbelievable! Yeah, I yeah. love that. It's kind of funny. If you're gonna so. get eject, if you're gonna get disqualified, you know what? That's the way to go. That's the way to go. Without a in doubt, in front of the fanciest arena. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I just I don't know if I'm that funny. You ever play the game Balderdash? Yes. Balderdash is one of love my favorite it. party games. If you're not familiar, you you essentially get a word that's sort of a an unusual word that you probably haven't heard it before but it's a sure. real word yeah and everybody Odd. in the group has to come up with their own fake definition mm-hmm. of the word hilarious and meanwhile in the mix there's the real definition hidden mm-hmm. in there and you've got to kind of figure out which ones are the fake ones which one are the real ones anyways that game was always enhanced with a couple of cocktails yeah and it just got funnier along the way you know <laughs> eventually it always wound up including like some you know there was always a, a dwarf or midget involved in some of the <laughs> definitions sorry if midget's not appropriate i don't mean to be offensive yes, to anybody yes. but um, nonetheless, the reason I'm bringing this up is because uh, not too long ago, I was noticing an, an, an article was talking about new words this year that had been added oh. to the dictionary. Okay. And so I thought I might new throw a few words. at you sure, and see if you could decide. I was probably on that on that council. I'm on the, I'm on the new word council. So. You're on the new word council. So these are probably going to be easy for you. Sure, sure. Awesome. You're so, going to make up a fake one though? You know what? I think time permitting, I'm going to just ask you to come up with what you think the real definition okay. is and sure. we'll go from there. Okay. All right. Let's do I, it. I wanted to do the fake one. Um, Feel free. You know, it might be difficult to come up with them off the top of my head on the spot. You're pretty smart. All right. Let's see. I'll do a fake one and a real one. Go you got to pick the real one. Do all it. Right? All right. So they come into categories. This category of new words uh-huh. is under something called modern problems. Okay. okay. All right. So here we go. The word mm-hmm. is, well, it's actually a phrase in this time. Okay. It's called rage farming. Rage farming. Okay. All right. Either A, rage farming is a verb in which you are growing hot peppers, like ghost peppers okay. um, or other habanero-like sure, peppers. Sure, sure. Um, the big market for hot sauces yeah. these days. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're, uh, you're a hot pepper farmer. Okay. Or the second term would be it's a noun, and it's uh, the tactic of intentionally provoking political opponents, typically by posting inflammatory content on social media in order to elicit angry responses nice. and thus engagement of widespread sure. exposure. Okay. Yeah, it was well, tough, right? <laughs> clearly, it's the second one because like, you're reading it. But I think your first definition was fantastic. Yeah. I, mean, I kind of like it. But yeah, so basically trolling. <laughs> basically trolling. You're yeah. trying to troll people to make them, make them get angry. Yeah. Kind of I have to admit, I really like the, I, the rage, the, rage farming. farming. It sounds like yeah. a band. You right. Know? We'll go see rage farming. I know. It's going to be awesome. They're going to have like compact sure. yeah, combine harvesters and stuff. It'll be <laughs> phenomenal. It's funny. Um, all right. We're going to go into one, uh, a different category of word. This category is uh, pop culture and slang. Okay. You ready? Here's the word. The word is, and I'm not even going to give the artificial one because okay. it's too easy to see which ones I'm reading. Right. But here we go. The word is petfluencer. Pet, like instead of an influencer, you're, mm-hmm. it's a petfluencer. Petfluencer. Yeah. Got it. What is a petfluencer? A petfluencer is um, clearly... Um, Wow, what are you? Are you? I guess I. That is that is a really good question. I mean, <laughs> this is an actual word added to the dictionary. Sure, this year. sure. It'd be like a social media influencer who uh, their their subject matter is all things pets. Basically, exactly correct. It's a person who gains a large following on social media 
by posting entertaining images or videos of their cat, dog, or other. Oh, uh, okay. You were yeah. right on the money, without That's a doubt. Sort of. Yeah, I thought I was thinking more advice about pets, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly what they're talking about now because there's yeah, there's some dogs. Oh yeah. I used to. I, I got. I got rid of TikTok, but when I had it, I my wall was full of those kind of things. You know. There's yes. Yes. Certain dogs or certain cats are always on there always doing on. hilarious. Yes. yes, without a doubt. And my my goodness, my wife, um, she posts a zillion things online mm-hmm. of our cats. Sure. To us, they're always amazing. I'm sure everybody else is equally right. en- enthralled <laughs> with all of the times our cats are sleeping in funny ways. There was this Asian girl on TikTok that had this thing that was the cutest. I don't know what you'd call it. It was like a sugar monkey. You know those little things that flies around? Oh, like a sugar glider. Yeah, but I don't know if that's what it was. But it, it was weird. It was like a mouse, but I don't know. It was... I love that little guy. It, it wasn't a sugar glider? I don't think it was. Something it else. might have been. It, it's been a while since I've... I just remember it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> we just, we had a mouse in the house. This We've never had a mouse in, a, in our house. When I grew up, we would have mice in our house sometimes. Sure. I remember my dad and mom trying to catch them. Right. But I've been lucky. I haven't had that problem. Right. Especially since we have cats in the house. But right. we found evidence of a mouse. Sure. Basically, we found mouse poops Poop. in our like yeah. silverware drawer. Sure. Like, oh, God. So um, anyways... Fast forward, my wife used some humane traps. She didn't want to kill the mouse. But sure. She didn't want it in the house anymore. Right. And I was kind of making fun of her. I'm like, they're not going to work. Well, she caught one. Right. And it, I have to admit, it was the cutest little guy. And, <laughs> and uh, we took him to the park. We didn't let him out in the yard because we know he'd come right back in. Right. She was humane. I love her to death. She takes the mouse to the park and we let him out. But uh, he was hilarious. he was a very cute little guy. I will nice. admit. I will admit. All right. I got another word for you. Ready? Go for it. All right. The word is dead ass. One word, D A D E A D A S S, dead ass. That is when you are struck in a glute, uh, one of your glutes, left or right, <laughs> and you feel like you can no longer walk, or you can you can't feel your butt as you sit down. <laughs> I love that. I want to be on your team for Balderdash. <laughs> it's I time do for some dead ass. Uh, unfortunately, that is not <laughs> okay, the actual definition. Fine. The definite it's an adverb. And it's a slang word. It essentially means that you genuinely, sincerely, or truly, in fact, like I am dead ass about oh, to quote hilarious. that speech to you. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, exactly. Man, that's funny. I do find that to be to, to be pretty funny. Um, and then I won't drag this out too more. Let's do one or two more and then we'll be out. But let's see if you can get, let's see if you could get, uh, how about um, a super dodger? Super Dodger, one word. No, I do not have any idea. <laughs> like the biggest Dodger fan I can think the of. The biggest Dodger fan you can yeah, think of. I got nothing on this one. I gave you a clue. It has to do with pathology. Uh, yeah, no, still don't have it. It's anyone, it's a, it's a noun, anyone who, for unverified reasons, remains uninfected or asymptomatic even after repeated exposure gotcha. to a contagious virus. Okay. Super Dodger. Okay. That was pretty good. Yeah. That might have been me on, on, on coronavirus. <laughs> I don't think I ever got it. I might have, but I don't think I ever did. I think I super dodged it. You super dodged it. Well done. I, I, I'm impressed. And and we'll do the last one uh, for the for this particular sure. for this particular thing. All right. Um, it's it's you are a former uh, member of the United States military. Yes. In in what branch? Army. Army. Yep. All right. So here is a noun that's been added from the U.S. military. No boy. All right. Um, and we've heard a lot about these recently. Mm-hmm. This is one I actually think sure. you, you might get. Burn pit. Burn Are you familiar pit. with burn pit? I mean, we had burn pits where you just burn all your stuff when you're when you're out on the 
on a 30-day excursion and get rid of everything. Yeah, yeah. Which usually ends up, you throw stuff in there that doesn't belong and <laughs> see what kind of explosion you can make. There you go. Yeah. Have a little fun with it. Yeah. According it's, to this, the definition is exactly as you were describing. It's a noun from the military, an often expansive area at or adjacent to a base of operations right. used for the uncontrolled open-air burning of military waste Including plastics, chemicals, oh, rubber, yes. paint, fuels, munitions, Batteries. human and medical wastes, metals, electronics, gener uh, generative of toxic smoke and fumes that yeah. have been associated with a number of short and long-term ailments. And it's that... Yeah, you don't want to live forever. <laughs> I will say that that has been in the news more recently because I do think um, mm -hmm. there have been some, some cases of of problems, uh, health problems sure. emerging uh, for some yeah. of the soldiers. That yeah. first, the first um, Desert Storm, I, I was in Korea, but I'd just gotten back. I, right after that, I got shipped to Fort Campbell. Yeah. And all those guys had just come back. And a lot of them, a lot of them had issues. And it was because, I mean, the burning was was all that, you know, crazy stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. New words. I like it. Hey, I got one more thing for you. I'm, I'm excited. Let's, 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 let's exit out today with a little fun. That was fun. We'll just, we'll just stick with the fun thing. I like fun. I like I'm going to quiz you. I'm going to quiz my, I'm going to quiz our listeners. And I'll see who can get more riddles. This is called Easy Riddle Quiz Time. Easy Riddle Quiz Time. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna do about. Uh, I guess we won't go. I won't do a timer, but you get one. You get about five seconds, and I'm gonna move on. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna read it. It's supposed to be. These are supposed to be the kind of riddles that even kids can get. If I can't get it, are you going to give it? I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll give it later. We'll move on. Yeah, all right, I'm going to count right, the five right, in right. my head. Ready? We've done this before. I've been bad. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll try to make them as easy as possible, but I, I just grabbed them. So. <laughs> I love it. Do it. What has to be broken before you can use it? Uh, I don't know. Sorry. Um, an egg. Okay. Damn it. Oh yeah, this might be hard. I'm tall when I'm young. I'm short when I'm old. What am I? Uh, pencil. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I'll, I'll take that. It's, <laughs> it's a candle. Okay. Same what idea. What month of the year has 28 days? All of them. Nice. All right. You two for three. What is full of holes but still holds water? Uh, pass. A, a sponge. Oh, great. <laughs> what question can you never answer yes to? This is... I would have never got that. I don't know. Are you asleep yet? <laughs> I mean, that's not even true. You could answer that yes. It's my brother and I when we were kids. Wouldn't and be like, hey, are you, you, are you sleeping? sleeping? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what is always in front of you but can't be seen? Uh, your uh, time. I don't know. Close. You're on the right track. What is it? Think time. Uh, I, uh, did, I don't know. I don't not, know. The, not the time behind the, you. The future. The future. There you go. There's a one-story house in which everything is yellow. Yellow walls, yellow doors, yellow furniture. What color are the stairs? Uh, it's a one-story house. There are no stairs. <laughs> what can you break even if you never pick it up or touch it? A promise. Wow. What goes up but never comes down? Uh, I don't know. Your your age? Your age. Hey, there you go. There you go. A man who was outside in the rain without an umbrella and or hat didn't get a single hair on his head wet. Why? He's bald. What that was? What gets wet while drying? Towel. There you go. Okay, two, three, three or four more. What can you keep after giving to someone? Uh, I don't know. You, you said something, something close to it earlier. Uh, it's one of the earlier answers that you could break. Uh, promise. 
So okay. your word. Your word, okay. I shave every day, but my beard stays the same. What am I? Um, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. A barber. Oh, God. You see a boat filled with people. Two more. You see a boat filled with people, yet there isn't a single person on board. How is that possible? Can you say that one more time? You see a boat filled with people, yet there isn't a single person on board. How is that possible? Is they're they're indoors? What? They're all married. They're all married. <laughs> nice. You walk into a room that contains a match, a kerosene lamp, a candle, and a fireplace. What would you light first? The match. The match. You knew that when I saw you shaking your head. <laughs> I've heard that one before, yeah. without a doubt. Those are good. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. You did good. I think you did good. You got. I'd say you about uh, yeah, 70, 80 percent. Maybe. Got to see. Yeah, I got to see. I got to see. I like that I'd for take, sure. I, I would always take a C in high school. <laughs> yeah, C's good enough. Good Nowadays, enough. as a teacher, I know and everybody, all they want to raise. It's like, oh my right. goodness. It's like, all right, everybody gets an A. It doesn't matter anymore. It's like everybody gets a medal whenever they, you know, right? it's like there are no. If everyone's special, every, nobody. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. See, you're quoting the Incredibles. Yep. It doesn't get any better great. than that. That was great. Well, I think we're good. You got any more? No, I think I'm done. Absolutely. So I just, yeah, it's good to be back and, uh. Yeah, we love all of our listeners, and I appreciate you guys. And Isn't there a way for people to reach out to us if they want? at talkthepodcast.com. Yep. Yep, yep. We'll keep That's that going. Way to go. So. Yeah, I've got some big plans coming up for, for this podcast. Perfect. I'm excited. Without Perfect. A doubt. I'm glad we got this in, though. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, for Talk the Podcast, I'm Jim. I'm Todd. And we'll catch you next time. Peace.